It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> truth can hurt you, or the truth can change you, what will truth do to you? I just want to be happy, but if I keep on doing the things that keep on bringing me pain, there's no one else I can blame, if I'm not happy, wasted time but now I can see, the biggest enemy is with me. So I'm not happy Cry yourself to sleep Shout and raise your hands It won't change a thing, child Until you understand If you're tired of being the same If you're tired of things not changing It's time for you to get out the way Don't get stuck in how you feel But it only works if Look at yourself and say Don't you wanna be happy? Yeah. I just wanna be happy But if I keep on giving my heart For people to tear apart The healing will never stop So I can be happy Yes, Lord Will I ever be happy? Ready? Come on! Don't get stuck in how you feel. Take Jesus, take no fear. 
day. Ask yourself. Yes. Pull over. Let him drive. Good morning, Kingdom Thinking family. This is Minister Al Mills, also known as the Prophetic Financier. He was my co-host, Prophet Denise. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. I was just waiting to just allow a few more people into the room. I just want to welcome everyone to Kingdom Thinking Radio Network's first broadcast. Uh, going into the year of 2016, this is our official radio station for Kingdom Thinking Ministry, and I just want to welcome everyone into the room. Our host is Minister Al, also known as the Prophetic Financier. Uh, good morning, good morning, and how are you, Minister Al, today? Oh, I'm doing well, Prophetess. I'm so happy to be able to have the Creator allow me to be able to bring, as they would say, the naked truth to the people because there's so much pain, there's so much lost souls, there's so many people just wanting to find that true essence of prosperity, and we're here to bring the naked truth today. Great, wonderful. So what would be the foundation for most people to even consider in terms of creating prosperity in their lives? Well, first, I'd like to begin with the scripture. I think that's appropriate, being that we want to get into the right consciousness, Absolutely. the right frame of mind. Um, Deuteronomy 8.18 states that, remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that gives us the power to obtain wealth. And that's a very key statement in terms of the key wealth, the word wealth, as opposed to being rich, as you know, living in the world, we're always taught about chasing riches. The scripture is very clear that says, first seek the kingdom and all of its righteousness, and all the desires of your heart shall be added unto you. But the most important thing is you have to first seek the kingdom. And as we know, prophetess, kingdom really represents, if you understand it from an esoteric standpoint, it really means king thinking. Because we are part, we are under the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, but we are all kings and priests according to the Word. So we have to get into the right consciousness of being of a king thinking. So we have to start changing our mind, and that's the motto and the mantra of Kingdom Thinking Ministries, is to help the people renew their mind and do not conform to the ways of the world, because the world will definitely lead you off the path of righteousness. So the first step is to definitely have that kingdom, that kingdom thinking it, for the lack of a better word. Okay, so we would say that just listening and learning the principles in the kingdom in terms of what God has said to us is a good place to start in terms of building a foundation. Uh, what would be Okay, and what would be the next uh, step for someone in terms of mo- moving forward and creating that kingdom thinking and that prosperity and that abundance in their lives. Well, let's look at let's look at the ministry, the family right now, the body, the body right now of Christ. 
We have church, but we don't have wisdom schools. In the day of Yeshua, which is Jesus' name in, in Hebrew, they had wisdom schools. Above and beyond going to the temple, you learned how to think like a king. You learned how to function under God's principles. And where I want to go with this is to begin with is people don't have a financial problem. People don't have life problems. What people truly have are identity problems. They don't know who they are. They've been dismembered, if I would say, from the true essence, the true source of all things. Would you agree? Yes, I would. Absolutely. Uh, Can we expand a little bit more on the identity problem? I think people would like to have a better sense of why they are missing their identity. What is that identity that they should uh, acquire? Uh, How does that assist them in their lives? Absolutely. Well, again, through sin, we've been dismembered from the creator and all the essence of, of his wisdom and his glory. And in order to be put back together or be made whole, you know, the, we have to remember. And that may be sound funny to those, a lot of those on the, on the call today, on the broadcast today, but you have to remember who you are. And it all begins back in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. That's where it all begins. And I'm going to actually just read a brief passage from that. It says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image and in our likeness so that they, can, they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds of the air and over all the livestock and all the wild animals, over all the creatures moving along on the ground, which means they have total dominion over the earth. So now let's go back to the key phrase, though. The key issue is, and our image and our likeness. Well, we do know that we were spiritual beings first. So here, in the image of God, we are spirit man with God because God, the creator, is spirit. And the likeness is our co-creative ability. And I know this is going to stretch the minds of a lot of those religious folk, but we're not into religion. We're into the naked truth. Even Christ made the statement when he stated that, isn't it written that I said that ye are gods? So the first thing that has to come into play is you have to remember that God created you in his likeness and his image, which basically means you are of a spiritual body with co-creative which means you can co-create. You have the functions of a god. Even Moses was challenged with that when he went before the burning bush in his fear to go to Pharaoh. He asked, who do I say sent me? And the burning bush, which represented the creator, said what? I am that I am. So we can never become anything, acquire anything, until we become the I am. So here it is. When you're speaking to a person esoterically, one-on-one, and you're speaking first person. So here's Moses speaking to Pharaoh, and he's saying, let my people go. And Pharaoh says, under whose authority do you come forth to say this? What did Moses say? I am that I am. So from Pharaoh's perspective, he heard Moses speaking as the representative, as the God-man, as, as a God-form as the I am. So I believe it starts there. 
It starts with the fact that you have to become the I am in any situation in which you are desiring to be. Excellent. Uh, Minister Al, can you give us an idea why you think that most people have forgotten and need to remember what has caused them to forget who they really are, just like Moses did? Well, I think over time, you know, through misteachings or misguidance, we've been taught to believe, to pray to a God in the distant sky when Scripture says that you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. And basically, Christ is in you. The kingdom of heaven is in you. It's not in some far distant place. And I think there became the, the pinnacle transformation of why man begot, forgot to know who they were in themselves, and they became more dependent on just hearing and being led. You know, again, faith, what does Scripture say? Faith comes by what? Hearing? That's correct. That it does. So that, is, so that encourages your faith. But here's the problem. Faith without works is dead. So if you don't have an action plan to be able to do, to go forth and manifest, which is manifested with God's spirit, we're not going to be able to attack, to attack the issues of life. Not until we remember who we are through the teachings, which Kingdom Thinking Ministry is a ministry looking to, to, to renew the mind and help those who want to desire to qualify, maintain, and receive God's blessings in the kingdom of living, we're going to do that. That's our goal. That's my passion. And it always starts with commerce. Unfortunately, we have to come to a place where righteousness meets commerce because every single day someone's either casting a spell on us or we're casting a spell. So we have to know, and we're commencing in commerce every day, buying and selling of some sort. May it be an ideology, may it be a product, may it be a belief system, but there's always a buy and sell system. Okay. Uh, Minister Al, you spoke about righteousness and commerce. Can you give us what you see as a definition um, of righteousness, and how does that relate to commerce? And or should it relate to commerce in anyone's lives? Okay. Well, again, if you go further down in Scripture, Genesis chapter 27, 28, God spoke and said that you must be fruitful and multiply. And as far as my understanding goes, and, my, and I mean not on my own understanding but of the wisdom of God, it clearly multiplication is mathematics. That's adding and subtracting multiplication and division. So just on our basic existence there, we're dealing with commerce. Commerce has to do with additions, acquiring, selling, buying, into into engaging with others. Okay. And how does righteousness relate to commerce in terms of buying and selling in reference to a person who wants to acquire kingdom thinking? How should they see themselves in terms of being a righteous person before they can make the next leap to being a person who can engage in commerce? I agree with you. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense, Prophet Denise. And and the first thing is, the most fundamental thing is, Solomon, as we all know, one of the 
one of the biblical figures, Solomon was the wisest and the wealthiest man that ever walked the planet, according to Hebrew scripture. And that was he was asked if to give him wealth or wisdom, which is he chose. What would he choose, and what did he choose? He chose wisdom. And I want to go there uh, pretty much in Proverbs 9, verse 1. It says, wisdom built her a house, and she set it up on its seven pillars. Now, here's the thing. No one's ever taught, and I can honestly tell you, I grew up in a very diverse household growing up um, of of various religions, and I've read this scripture many times in church, private school, and no one ever broke down what those seven pillars were. See, so wisdom has its foundation on seven pillars, and those seven pillars existed long before the Torah the Bible, these are universal principles that govern the universe because when the creator said he rested on the seventh day, he put into place all of these principles that not a respecter of person. That if those who apply these principles, no matter if you're a heathen, a religious person, whatever you want to call yourself, the outcome is going to be the same. And that's under the seven principles of universal law, which I'll just, you know, just recite really quickly, but in future, in future broadcasts, we're going to go really deep into that and how this is the wisdom that Solomon operated from. This is all the stages of the past. This is the, these are the seven principles that which governs all aspects of wisdom. And those seven natural laws are the following. Number one is the law of vibration. Number two is the law of relativity. Number three is the law of cause and effect. Number four is the law of polarity. Number five is the law of rhythm. Six is the law of gestation. And number seven is the law of transmutation. So, see, when you begin to understand those seven laws, those are the pillars that will obtain that where you can function from a wisdom position. And I'll just touch on the very first one. The law of vibration is very simple, that everything resonates on a frequency. So, see, in our day-to-day life, we walk around saying, oh, I'm feeling this or I vibe that. But in reality, if we're not on the same frequency, we can't agree. Or as scripture would say, two parties can't walk together unless they're in agreement. So that's really the esoteric law of vibration. It just wasn't identified, and maybe that was done intentionally by the leaders of their day. Again, let's go back to ancient scripture. When Christ was brought up before the Sadducees and the Pharisees, he was brought up on what? Heresy. And blasphemy, because he was stating that he was a god, and he was stating the fact that he knew all things. And they couldn't understand that. But see, Christ functioned because guess what? He was one with these seven natural laws, these universal laws. This governs the universe. This governs all things. For example, I, like to, I love to give this example. I actually gave it to my daughter. She said, you, you, love the, you love the creator, and he loves you, and he wants the best for you. But if you went on the roof of our home and you jumped off backwards, what's going to happen to you? Well, You're going to hit the ground and most likely die. But how does that defy the fact that God loves you and wants to protect you? It's because you broke a law. And what law was that that, she, that we may have broken if we did such a silly thing? We would have broke the law of what? Gravity. So as you can see, these laws are real. We, if we're going to walk in our I am self, we have to have the foundation of the universal principles that governs wisdom in order for us to go forth. 
There, there are laws for prosperity. There are laws for health. There are laws to acquire wealth in business, but you have to learn the principles. The principle of a thing is the most important thing, and that's what we're here to do at Kingdom Thinking Ministries. I'm not, and I'm excited about it where we're going to have private, private seminars and meetings that we're going to go over this, and our goal is to really focus on the needs of the people. And we're going to urge those who wish to be a part of this ministry to email us your requests your prayer request to kingdomthinkingministry at gmail.com for now. And we would get back to you and we would put together what we call a GPS, which is God's path to success, your success, because success is defined by an individual. It's not a collective thing. So that's another failure that we have in our society, Prophet of the Nation, is that we, we measure our success based on what quasi-systems say that success is. Hmm. It's been interesting so far, all that you have just spoken about. And I kind of want to recap that for folks because I think the first thing you mentioned is that people have lost their identity, so they have to come back and remember their their identity and to learn also certain principles and certain laws to set that foundation of creating consciousness to marry commerce in terms of remembering uh, Deuteronomy 818. Exactly. And I well, think it's... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. Minister I'm sorry. Al, go ahead. I, I do apologize. I'm getting so excited about this that I, I actually cut you off and I do apologize. Again, that is fine. That, we, that it says the flesh wars against the spirit, but in reality, in wisdom... We have to maintain a balance because we are a celestial and a celestial body, which means we are physical and we are spiritual. We can't deny one body for the other. Even though it's been said that we should deny our flesh, let's, if you go back into understanding wisdom, chapter 2, Genesis chapter 2, verse 7 says that, And God took breath and blew into the nostrils of the clay, and it became a living soul. So now, first of all, wait a minute. If I was created in the likeness and the image of God in, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, and then in chapter 2, verse 7, that spirit was injected into the body of the clay and it became a living soul, then we have two bodies. And there's the commerce in itself. We have to learn how to live interchangeably within our essence of our creation, of our created self. So that's one of the things that we have to learn to do. Too much of one thing is not good, so we have to learn to live in balance. Okay. So what we're saying right now is that both have to acknowledge each other's existence and then form a relationship according to what their experience or their current experience or their current challenge that they're facing in the moment. Would that be correct? That would be absolutely correct. I mean, let's think. Let's 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 look at it again. Foundative. Let's let's not be Minister Al's opinion. Then why would the Creator give us dominion over the earth if we weren't supposed to have some form of a physical gratification and dominance? Mm. Why don't we just yes. all be living in a spiritual realm and never have the existence <laughs> of a physical realm? See, Yeshua came. Yeshua came so that we can keep. He could show us a demonstration 
that we can master the flesh while being in the spirit. So it is possible and it has been done. And it shall be done again until we come back to the place of we become the I am that I am. As Moses okay. did, as Abraham did, as those before us who understand and walk in wisdom. So right now, Minister Al, we have three minutes remaining in the broadcast. Can you surmise for us, and then we could talk exactly what we'll be speaking on on the next show. Um, You did mention the seven pillars, so maybe that will be something that we can pick up on. But can you surmise um, the last half an hour? Yes. Sure, I could. So in, in essence... Well, we spoke about briefly as an introduction as Kingdom Thinking Ministry. We're, we're focused on helping the people renew their mind so that they can inherit kingdom living. We want to create communities throughout the nation, throughout the world, that can truly live their full purpose-driven life and have it designed the way that they want it because life is not by chance. It's by design, and we have to begin to use our co our co-creatorship, our stewardship as appointees from the creator to live that life that we design. And we're going to learn to use those seven universal principles, which are the pillars of wisdom, and we're going to apply them in our lives to erase debt, to acquire homes, to feed, because our purpose is to take care of the, the homeless, the naked, clothe the naked, free the captives. We want to do all these different things, but we have to work collectively together. And in doing so, this is an introductory call that only lasted 30 minutes, but most of our future broadcasts will be upward to three hours. But we just want to introduce ourselves, let you know that there is a ministry that is here as an auxiliary or as an addict to your current church where we're more so the doers of the word and not so more the hearers of the word. And we're here to create personalized plans to help our members and our community attain the things that they want in life, and be a pillar in our community. And I just really want to thank everyone for coming on today. Again, for those of you who wish to be on our private email list, for now you can contact us at kingdomthinkingministry at gmail.com, and we will forward you our, our corporate email addresses and things of that nature, our meeting places and things of that nature. And you can tune in every Thursday for us at here at, at Blog Talk Radio. So we look forward to hearing from you, speaking to you on our future calls. We will be we will be able to take questions at the end. So we look forward to that. Yes. And we want to thank everyone for joining us. This is Prophetess Denise as the co host with Minister Al as the host for Kingdom Thinking Radio. Network and Block Talk Radio Station, and thank you. Please stay up and look for our future broadcasts, and also remember that a lot of these broadcasts will be here that you can actually plug in at any time that's convenient for you to listen to it. And until we look forward to seeing you next Thursday again, um, I will announce the time. Most likely it will be 11 a.m. every Thursday, and God bless. God bless.
Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 